Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, Tyvis Powell, Jason Lloyd. Plus, para da da da, you're loving him, Mikey McNuggets. And so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show starts now. Booyah! Hey! Here we go! Happy Tuesday! G. Bush is sick. We saw this coming, right? I mean, his voice has been teetering on, gone for a couple of Mm -hmm. days now. So, Earl is in the middle hot seat. How you doing, brother? I'm good. I mean, thank God I know the system, right? That's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's in reference to last night, perhaps. That's a highly we saw a couple of backup quarterbacks. Overqualified backup quarterback. Yeah, I didn't, even, I didn't even remember that Jake Browning. I knew Jake Browning had been in and out of the Bengals, and he's been, he's been on their practice squad as parts of the last two years. I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize it had been since 21. What I, love, what I love about it, and yeah. we saw it, too, with Jacksonville after Lawrence went down. Yeah. Herb, uh, not Herbert. C.J. Uh, Beathard. C.J. Beathard's been in their system for two years. Yes. It makes sense. Uh, yeah. It makes sense. There's you, a level you of play confidence. This, you play this, um, like, sort of rotating chair backup quarterback yeah. as if it's a throwaway <laughs> position. Perhaps this year, more than any year in recent memory, we have seen just how important, particularly here, yeah. the backup quarterback is. And earlier this year when I said, I thought the Browns were woefully underprepared at backup quarterback, and one of the things, the criticisms I heard was, Nobody has a good backup quarterback. Well, they do. Yeah, BS on that. <laughs> Cincinnati right now is looking way better today yeah, I mean, you feel than they were yesterday. Today. Like, they, they're still they not making the playoff. playoffs. I don't probably, know, Bull. They probably have to win out because they don't have a lot of tiebreakers. Gosh. But if nothing else. If they else, beat the Browns in the last week of the season. All five teams they're playing the rest of the year are playoff contenders. Wow. Four in the AFC. So, if nothing else, they're going to be a potential spoiler. I mean, I don't know that Jake Browning can play that well consistently. But he was phenomenal. At, I, that's, how, that's when you play with confidence. Look how yeah. confident he was out there. You're right. And I like you that they, kind of, they, they had training wheels on him early. Yeah. And then they said, okay, let's that's go. It. Let's go. I've seen enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he and your just, playmakers have to make plays. And the Bengals, for the first time in a while, had their full mm-hmm. complement of playmakers. Yeah. Higgins has been out for a while. I'm glad you, you know. said that. And they used Chase Brown, their rookie running back, who looked great. That's a key difference well. between... Yeah. The backup quarterback situation there and the backup quarterback situation here. Yeah, the Browns yeah. don't have those playmakers. The Bengals have the playmakers right. around the quarterback. Yeah. Just throw the ball to them. Let them go do their thing. Right. And I got to tell you, I wouldn't want to play this Bengals team next week. You know, yeah, I just wouldn't. We got to give them extra kudos as well. Let's talk about the environment, right? You go on the road to yeah. Monday Night Football. First against, time Monday Night Football has been time, there in over a decade. Right. First Bengals road win. In, on Monday Night Football since they beat the Browns in 1990. Fun fact about that. They lost that. 10 in a row on the road. <laughs> the the last time the Jacksonville Jaguars played on Monday Night Football, that's when Cecil Short scored his first ever career touchdown pass. Yeah, it's been a while. Cleveland, it, Cleveland's own. Yeah, it's it was been a great there. game. But, that yeah. was fun to watch. Oh, it was a terrific yeah. game. I thought that, you know, him playing on the road in a hostile environment against a team that's arguably, you know, vying for a playoff spot for him to play that well, fifth highest completion percentage in Bengals history. Yeah, was, like the, the kid balled out. He he built his confidence. Yeah. And now he believes that he can do whatever he has to do yeah. to help lead the Bengals at least to compete to get into the uh, final playoffs. Kudos, kudos to the Bengals. And by the way, Joe Mixon doesn't look washed up. No, he, he is. I thought it was his best performance. Wow. I, but you know what I think made the difference? A, first of all, their offensive line has now played together the whole year. They haven't missed yeah. any time. 
it's really coming together. Their it offense. is, sure. I, they had upgraded the talent, and but now I think it's really he runs showing. hard. I, I, I mean, I was watching, because I don't watch him as closely as you do. Right. I see the numbers, and I see him when he yeah. plays Cleveland or Pittsburgh and that. But he, he I was watching the opportunity. He runs were, hard. He still. ran hard yesterday. I think the fact they've been, I thought they used him too much. The fact that they spotted the rookie, Chase Brown, who's now healthy. What do you have, he, a 31-yard run or something? Yeah, he had a couple of big runs. 35 yards. And so like it wasn't all on Mixon in the running game. Right. I think it kept him fresher. Mixon's big in the pass game, too. I thought yeah. he had a couple of nice pass pickups right. in, in, in pass pro. I thought he looked great. It was a uh, fun game. But Trevor Lawrence got hurt. He and did, and that could deal. be a huge break for the yeah. Browns. We're going to talk about that yeah. in, the, in, in the show to come. But in the meantime, our first good morning of the day to Mikey McNuggets. Yeah, we understand that Trevor Lawrence is hurt. We're going to wait to get a little more information on the severity of it. There were some reports this morning that it's just a sprained ankle, which we've seen quarterbacks come back on short notice. But we'll talk plenty about Trevor Lawrence throughout I, the week. And I, I'll be stunned be if he plays play. Sunday. I will too. I agree. But just until we get some yes. clarity, we can yeah. speculate all we want. But we're not doctors. And we've learned when we speculate on injuries, we typically are very wrong. What so. did we hear about the receiver that went out? Kirk. Christian Kirk, TBD. I, I didn't hear anything. No. It was a, the, I mean, it was obvious that he wasn't going to come back right. because nothing, but, no updates yeah. on him. I mean, yeah. that's you a big loss. Catching a really break, good. yeah, that'd that could be a big be a deal. They don't break. have a good running game. They no, they and don't. the Bengals' run defense has been like the worst in the league, and the Jacks couldn't run on them. No. So if they, you know, our, our buddy Darius Johnson got blown up a couple oh, times. Yeah. Mike Hilton off the slot is such a good blitzer. I know we've talked about it in the oh, past. Oh, he's the best. But he might be one of like that particular skill set. His ability to generate pressure from the slot as a nickelback. Yeah. Might be and one of the most underrated like yeah. specific skill sets in all of the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really good. All right, what do we have to start here, Mike? Before Mikey, we jump reads? in, we have Joe Thomas coming on the show in a little bit. Nice. And Yesterday I want to do his this birthday, with, I believe, right? Wow. It was just his birthday a few days ago. Oh, a few days ago. Okay. Just a few days ago. How old is and Joe? Is he is he 40 yet? It's a great question. If you give me one sec, I'll tell All you. All right. We can figure but, that out well, We're going to do this with Joe Thomas, but I wanted to give you guys a chance to do it as one, your own, so we could give Joe the full the full floor. He was born in 84, so he's 39 years old. All right. Okay. Wow. So we've done the bucket Joe game Flacco's in the past. Joe Flacco's 38. <laughs> Joe Flacco's going to be 39 in a few days. A couple, yeah, a couple days. Yep. yep. So he and Joe Flacco are born like a week or two apart. Yep. And here's Joe. Our <laughs> franchise is now on yeah. the shoulders of a guy older than Joe Thomas. That's right. So we've done the bucket we're game at a couple of different iterations in the past. We did Donovan Mitchell threes. We've done uh, Deshaun Watson touchdown passes versus <clears> former <throat> Cleveland Browns quarterback. So I figured we have some fun with Joe. But we're going to do it by ourselves now. And then we're going to do it with Joe later so Joe can have the floor and he can do this himself. Do you guys remember the bucket game? Essentially, I blackjack. I guess I'll you're assuming you that Joe's not watching the show now, Mike. Is that Joe true? is not watching the show. Yes, yes. <laughs> all right. But I give you That's a number, a safe bet. <laughs> and you have to add up all the others, like blackjack. You oh, want to get yeah. as close to without going That's over. Right. So in Joe Thomas's Hall of Fame career, he played in ten thousand three hundred sixty-three consecutive snaps. Ten thousand three hundred sixty-three consecutive snaps. Mm-hmm. How many other first-round picks? that the Browns have made since 2011, because that's as far back as I could find snap count data. Can you add together to equal 10,363 snaps? Because Joe Hayden was drafted the year before that, right, 2010? Joe Hayden's not in this. Yeah, I'm going to give right. you the names. Hayden so would have had a lot. I'll give you the names. You guys tell me to keep going. You tell me when to stop. Might be okay. damn near all of them. Do you think this equals <laughs> 10,363 over career snaps. You can't go over it's like blackjack. <coughs> I mean, Miles Garrett has played in a lot. Right, but that takes a while to get be, to Miles Garrett. Yeah, it does. For so, go ahead. so Are but, you guys ready? But we have to we it's only their snaps with the Browns. Only their snaps with the Browns. Okay. It's not consecutive, it's there's their total snaps. And just yeah. total career snaps. Okay. And I'll go back before 2011, but once again, PFF only started tracking the data right. in 2011 didn't want to do it. So, your number you have to get to 10,363. Okay. 
Johnny Manziel. Oh, I would say Johnny. Three hundred. Roughly. I, 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 it feels to me like How about three hundred snaps. Eight, nine, eight, fifteen eight games. Maybe. I, I thought it was, even that many. I, I mean, thought, I thought it was like less than five. Maybe. <laughs> maybe it was. Maybe that starts. I, I, I three hundred was the first. Let's go yeah, around three hundred. So you're still hitting. Yeah. So you're hitting. Okay. We're so we're ten thousand yeah. away. Hit me. Does Johnny Manziel and Barcavius Mingo equal oh, Joe Thomas? God, I even forgot about Barcavius. He was here Mingo. just a couple years, right? And then but went to the Patriots. he played a couple years. Yeah. I say hit, hit me, of course, right? Well, we got to try oh, to keep yeah. ending it up, but, though, but so we know like, when we got to stop. Let's try to see how many snaps. He, let, what do you think, three I think years? he played two years? I think it's two years. I don't think he was here when he went to New England. Contract. Yeah, I think you're right. So he played two years, and two. I, I think he got hurt a little bit. I'm going to say he played 25 games. Yeah, that could be close. Roughly. Yeah. And how many snaps per game? He wasn't in all the time. No, say 40 or 50. I think it's too many. Is it too many? Well, the Browns defense was probably on the field a lot in those days. <laughs> let's all right. So let's say so forty times twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. So that's uh, that's a hundred. That's two hundred. That's a thousand, right? Yeah, it should be right around a thousand. A thousand. So let's give him a thousand. All right, so we're about at thirteen hundred. Okay. So, <laughs> so Johnny Manziel, Barcavius Mingo, and Cameron Irving. Does that equal oh, Joe Thomas? Oh, we better write this down. Yeah, I know because they're going to get lost in the. So Cam here. Irving played here. He didn't start right away. No, no he, he did not. And then he went in, but he was terrible. I don't think he played much at all. No. He went to Kansas City, I think, and then he was better. But he was terrible here. Do we give him 500, or is that too many? I feel like it's too many, Earl. Let's go for 400. Okay. Right, 400. So we're at 1,700. Johnny Menzel, Barcavius Mingo, Cameron Irving, and Brandon Whedon. Does that equal? Uh, Brandon Whedon played... He probably played about parts of three seasons. I two? would I would say thir- between thirty and thirty-five games. Okay, I was thinking twenty-five to thirty. So let's go thirty. Okay, let's go 30, thirty games. Thirty games is fair. And, and did he start all of those? Most, I think not he all. Did. So give all right, him so give him fifty snaps. snaps so that's fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Okay. For Brandon Whedon. So that puts us at uh, twenty-five, twenty-nine, 32. thirty-two. All right, so we're about a third of the way there. <laughs> Johnny Manziel, Barcavius Mingo, Cameron Irving, Brandon Whedon, and Justin Gilbert. Oh, he barely played. The fact that these were the number one picks. Oh, my God. I think if you were trying to screw it up, you couldn't have done it any better. Of the five we've named so far, who was the best player? Brandon Whedon, probably. (laughs) I mean, but that's not saying. He was awful. That's not saying much. He was awful, and I don't even argue with him. It is Brandon Whedon. It's Brandon Whedon. I think about it. His first Uh, career game, he started it up under the flag. (laughs) <laughs> like he got Gil- caught under the flag. He First did. Right, that so was how Gilbert, I feel like, barely played. Oh, he was terrible, too. I'm going mean, to say he played like. Give him 300? I was going to say 400. So okay. give him 350. 350. That's high. So you're he still was, hitting. Still hitting. Sucked, still hitting, yeah. All right, does Joe Thomas equal Johnny Manziel, Barcavius Mingo, Cameron Irving, Brandon Whedon, Justin Gilbert, and Corey Coleman? Well, I got, oh, he barely oh, played, Coleman too. Again. Um, two years? Yeah, I mean they got rid of him quickly. Yeah, and then they and he wasn't on the field at Carolina. Time. I want to say I man say. had more drops. Couldn't get on the field. A no. lot of drops. We I, knew him more drops and snaps, man. Probably about <laughs> around that 300, 400 mark. Also, wasn't I, he the one who dropped the touchdown at the time? Yes. Kaiser yes. Yes. against yes. Pittsburgh. Yeah, let's throw four hundred in there. Okay, because I do feel like okay. we gave that guy too many chances. Yeah, eleven, fourteen. So that's so thirty-nine, fifty. All right. So still, well, so you're still you're still hitting there. You're still hitting. Okay, does Joe Thomas equal Johnny Manziel, Barcavius Mingo, Cameron Irving, Brandon Whedon, Justin Gilbert, Corey Coleman, and Danny Shelton? 
Okay, now he Shelton played, played for a while. and contributed and played yeah. four years. All right, here's the funny thing. He's now the best of this group. Without question. And he was horrible. <laughs> he was, uh, I'll say it, he was a two out of ten. Three, four, the five, other guys were ones or zeros. And all that seven first-round picks. And he you was, can't miss on the first round. <laughs> My God. And they missed seven in a row. I mean, they weren't. most of those guys shouldn't even have been NFL players. At best, they were backups. Well, if you look at it, they all washed out very shortly yeah. after they left Cleveland. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, can't I think say, Marquee, uh, Mingo had a few years with the Patriots, yes. I want to say. Mingo had a few years after, after but these are time. just your Browns. Yeah, you're right. There was, there and was Cam there Irving was there. Time. Okay, so, wait, who is this again? Oh, uh, Danny Shelton. Shelton. I'm going to say 2,500. Oh, wow, that I, many? I'm going to say 2,500 because he played longer than Brandon Wheaton did, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but 2,500 would be... Just about every play for two seasons plus, three seasons? I'd say 2,000. I'm going to go 2,000. Let's go okay. 2,000. All right, so now we're at 59.50. Okay. We're Get more that. than halfway Does there. Joe Thomas equal Johnny Manziel, Barcavius Mingo, Cameron Irving, Brandon Whedon, Justin Gilbert, Corey Coleman, Danny Shelton, and Phil Taylor. Now, Phil Taylor played a lot. But he was hurt a lot, too. Yeah, I do remember him being hurt. I feel like, now, he's by far the best player. Not all, all, all he was yeah, actually a decent player when he do was Do you want to give him 2000 I want to say even more than that. 3000 Want to go 25000 3000 Let's split the baby. 2750 2750 All right, so that gives us 7700 7700 All right. Yeah. And you're trying to get to 10 1,363. All right, so we're less than 3,000 away. The yeah. next guy won't be 3,000, probably. Next up, Johnny Manziel, Barcavius Mingo, Cameron Irving, Brandon Whedon, Justin Gilbert, Corey Coleman, Danny Schellen, Phil Taylor, and Jabril Peppers. God, he sucked, too. Did you see what he <laughs> did Sunday? Late. Yeah. Did you see yeah. he got caught on the yeah. open mic saying, yes. you lucky we <laughs> asked? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And that's true. You lucky, no, you lucky yeah, they yeah, bro. Him. He had you to lucky. apologize to him. It is true. Didn't, it's totally true. Didn't they trade him away? By the way, the Patriots became the first team in the history of football. Did you see this stat? No. First team in the history of football to hold their opponent to 10 points or less three weeks in a row and lose <laughs> all three every games. Game. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. 26 points. And you know what's games. interesting about that? Belichick is obviously in charge of the defense. Yeah. And the defense is still playing pretty damn good. And the offense is useless. And they can't score points. <laughs> the Chargers scored six points. I, I would say, I think they trade, didn't they trade him after his rookie year? No, I think he played two. He was two part years. of the Odell he was part he was of the Zeitler Odell trade. Beckham trade. Yeah, I think he played two seasons. He played two seasons. He played a lot, though. He did play a lot. He was part and of he that, also was punt return. He was part of that. that I class. think we should hold now. I think <laughs> I, he might even put us over potentially. I think I'm holding. Yeah, let's hold it. Let's, let's hold I don't peppers. know what his number is. Let's say. Well, let's go two years. Yeah. And if he played, he played, he was on the 17 and the 18 team. 60 snaps a game. That would give him About a eight. thousand a season. Yeah. You so, want to go 2,000? I say 2,000. Yeah. Okay. Which puts us at 99, which we, I think we should stick. Well, let's hear who the next name is. Well, we can't, right? We can't, we I can't know who we hear the next name, right? Well, let's go through it in our mind. We can go through it in our mind who their next pick was. Well, now this is Wasn't not, their not next necessarily pick Miles in Garrett. Order. No, 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 no. Oh, no, they're not going yeah. in order. But, so I, but we got to be careful. I know McNuggets. I'll be upstairs with him. We got to keep in mind Miles Garrett, Peppers, and the Joku was all in the same draft. So he might right. try to sneak the Joku oh. in on his next. I, I say we hold. I say we yeah. hold. I think we Let's hold. Let's hold. hold it. I'll give you. I'll give you the name just for fun, and okay. you tell me if you want it or okay. not. Okay. But officially for the game, we're holding. Okay. Trent Richardson. 
Let's hope. another one. One season and not two seasons. He had a ton of pl- two seasons. Ton of ca- <laughs> first year, he had 1,000 yards. And then he got traded to the Colts. What was it, one season, pick. three games? Something like that? He got traded to the yes, Colts? Yeah. in the season. You're <laughs> right. And, and by the way, he got traded to the Colts for first-round pick, and that pick was Johnny Manziel. You know, we, there, we, there's no way we can take a hit on him. No, yeah. no, no, no. I, I say we no. got to lock on the We're brakes right in. there. If our math and our guess is so right. So you guys on. are locking in to Johnny Menzel, Barcavius Mingo, Cameron Irving, Brandon Whedon, Justin Gilbert, Corey Coleman, Danny Shelton, Jabril Peppers, and Phil Taylor. That's nine Coming or Coming as close as possible to Joe Thomas's ten. Is that nine? nine. Six, That's nine. Nine yeah. players. Nine players. The answer. You guys nailed it. What? <laughs> Those nine players combined. 10,220 snaps. Wow. We were only off 300 snaps. Wow. We good, work. Right there. good work. Way to That's go, good guys. Good, good work. work right I am there. shocked. <laughs> I am sh- I'm actually pissed off at you guys now. Way to ruin the fun. No, you, you know what, though? Here's what I want <laughs> to do. I, I want to go through each individual player. Manziel, we had it 300. 511. Right. So okay. there were 200 yeah, that we were yeah. off on right there. Yeah. Mingo, he had it 1,000. 1,583. Wow. Wow. More than I thought. So some of the other guys we Irving overestimated. 1,124. We had about 400. Wow. So we were off big time. I know your numbers, your numbers made no sense, but you got it right. Brandon, <laughs> hey, we'll take it. It's we like, you one, know, a math problem. We yeah, don't have to show the We got to the right answer. We just had to get the right answer. 1381. For Brandon Whedon? Well, we're really close on him. You nailed it on that one. Yeah. Um, Gilbert, 350. 411. Very right close. There, yeah. Corey Coleman, 400. A thousand, nine eighty nine. Oh yeah, we were way what? off on him. You know, I did say they right. stuck they, with them too damn chances. long. But yeah. it's a good thing we guessed low because we because we were high, high on the other ones. You're right. Okay, Danny Shelton, we had at two thousand seventeen. That's close right. in the ballpark. Phil Taylor, twenty seven fifty. Yeah, you guys were a thousand and forty one. Oh wow, we he must hurt. have missed more time due to injury than Probably. we remember. He was hurt yeah. here a couple yeah. of years, and then um, Peppers, we had at two thousand. 1469. All right, hey, 9,900. We got it right. You guys wow. nailed it. Congratulations. Right. You guys beat me, and I'm curious to see how Joe Thomas does. Let's get into some football wait, topics. Wait, today. wait. What do you mean we beat, beat you? Like, because it's your game, or you guessed, you guessed before you did it? We should have put no, in no, a no, parlay no. on guys, that. You guys won. Like, you guys beat <laughs> yeah, the deal. Oh, no, we got it. This is yeah, Blackjack yeah. on the dealer. You guys won. Yeah. Our first topic of the day is brought to us by FanDuel <laughs> as the weather like gets that. colder. The NFL offers stay red hot on FanDuel. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 bucks if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app <laughs> is simple to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. FanDuel. And shout-out to our guy Joshua Heisler, who turned $5 into $65 for having a Jake Browning, Trevor Lawrence combined for 600 passing yards last night, oh. which hit at 12 to 1 odds. So shout out to Josh. If you have a winning fan yeah. duel ticket, wow. make sure you guys send it to me. Uh, let's get into it, guys. Wait, By the way, the wait, wait, Go ahead. wait, wait, Mike, because we always sure. talk about the, you know, the wins, right? Yeah, I'm a fan duel guy. You know, I play all the time. I've been missing Jake. Boy, one leg, man. Yeah, that's what. By makes one it leg, happens. like the the last three or four, I show Anthony every morning. One. So, leg. how many legs are you typically betting? I anywhere five to eight. Okay, go four. You know, go four and you're winning. Going four. Lock in your best four. Yeah, I got to. And you'll win. Brandon, I mean, your winnings won't be as big. Yeah, yeah. but that's okay. You got to cover your losses. By the way, the, the the Browns open, I believe, is a three and a half point dog in this game. Wow. 
The spread is now Browns favored by one and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah, open. When you said open, yeah. I thought you meant this morning. No, no, no. It opened, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Okay, okay. Yeah, that and makes sense to me. now they're a one and a half point favorite. So Vegas is assuming that, that Trevor Lawrence is not going to play. That makes sense to me. I like that. <laughs> Flacco That's the difference. I mean, you, you tell uh, – yesterday – you say, who's going to win, Browns-Jaguars? I would have said Jaguars. 1,000%. Today, I'm saying Browns. In, in fact, on our first topic, yeah. I've actually changed my answer because Let's of what happened in last night's game. Let's get right to it. when I first saw that question, my answer wasn't a good one for Browns fans. I'll ask the question. Bitch you guys it. can answer whatever you want. Call Bitch your it. shot. Are the Browns, or will the Browns be, excuse me, in the AFC playoffs when all is said and done. They're I, currently the seven seed. They will ahead, now. Jay. Yeah, they you will now. It. You got it. They will now. And I think because I think they're going to beat Jacksonville, all this is predicated on Lawrence not playing. Right. If he surprises us and plays, I may change my pick. Right now, without Lawrence, I would pick the Browns at home. Mm-hmm. And that would be, in my calculation, the swing game that puts them from nine and eight, which is where I predicted they would be when the season started yeah to 10 and 7 and they're in at 10 and 7 so what you got them losing to Cincinnati beating the Jets and Bears I have them losing to Cincinnati oh wow after what I saw last yesterday out of out of Browning I I mean if provided that he can play anywhere he's not going to play at that level if he can play anywhere near that level and the game is in Cincinnati and I I think it's going to be a meaningful game for the Bengals I really do that's going to be interesting. It is. Know. But, it's yeah, going to be interesting. Uh, so, ten, I think 10 is going to be enough to get, get him in after looking at some Do you think there will be a 10-win team that doesn't get in? Based on my, you know, I went to do my answer. I did schedule game. Yeah. And I had I had actually the seven seed being nine and eight. Interesting. That doesn't mean I'm going to be right. No, but, that but it's, that's interesting. What do you got, Earl? I think the Browns make the playoffs. Yeah. I think this is a team that's proven all season that they can beat any team in the NFL. The problem is we just need all components moving in the right direction at the right time, right? We finally get serviceable quarterback, serviceable quarterback play, and then the defense, you know, goes out here and take a crap, right? If we could get all three units playing well, you know, at the at the same time as we get closer to the end of the season, then there's no question in my mind that we can't make the playoffs. And why? Because of that dude right there on the screen. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Yeah. Joe Flacco, like, like he succeeded every expectation that I had set for him Sunday against the Rams, right? I was one of the people who said I felt like it was the best overall performance from a quarterback this season. All stats aside, it was just little nuances inside the game that made me believe that. And I have no reason but to believe he's going to get better with each practice, each rep that he gets. Like Browning did. Right, more understanding of the playbook. He showed that he was a savvy veteran. He showed the elite arm strength. Hell yeah, the Browns can make the playoffs. And then they've gotten some help, right? Look across the AFC landscape. I think Kansas City, uh, Miami, and Baltimore are the only teams ahead of us that still got their starting quarterback. So it's still wide open for the Cleveland Browns wow. to be able to make some noise. You know what's funny to me, and I don't disagree with you, but if we would have known in August that after 12 games, we would sit on this show and say, hell yeah, the Browns can make the playoffs because of that guy right there, Joe Flacco. <laughs> <laughs> like, didn't have that on our bingo card at all, and here we are. Well, I mean, I, I, I went through, yeah, I mean, it, there's a lot of this season has been like, how did this happen? I couldn't right. have predicted yeah. this. Do you have them in? And I do have them in, even before the Jacksonville game, and now I, I, I think they have a good chance to win 11 now. Now I got them between 10 and 11. I think 10 will be enough. I I, I look at the, I, I went through the schedules of all the teams that are 6-6 six and six and 7-5, and five. And played the schedule game for what yeah, it's worth. Right now, I think the Browns. Do we have the easiest schedule. 
one of the hardest. No, they they do not. Uh, you can't have one of the hardest. No, the it's Jets. Not, I said it this morning. It's like uh, I think of all the teams that's remained as valuable for the last playoff spot. It's like thirty-seven percent strength of schedule, something like that. Of all the teams, I seen the stat when they were talking about the uh, Bengals game. The this Browns morning. have the hardest schedule. The Browns is up there. It's like the Browns and the Steelers are at the top two. Wow. Yeah, that, no, they. I think the easiest. Well, I mean, I look, the Bengals reverse, now are so. 500. I think you have it backwards, or I think that's yeah, you got yeah, it. Yeah, it was you like got it. You got it reverse. Yeah, because I, I when I look at their schedule, I'm like, that's got to be one of the easiest. You see, I think the team I think is gonna. So I got when I did my my calculations, I didn't figure out the tiebreakers for the seven seed, so that could be anybody. But I have two teams getting to double digit wins of all of the of the of the teams with six and seven wins, which is Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Houston. Indy, Cincinnati. Cincy, Buffalo, Denver. So that's what eight wow. teams oh that are seven gosh. and five or six and six. I have two of them getting the ten wins. Now, to be fair, I did this before the Bengals played last night, so I'd have to think about the Bengals again. Right. I still think they're going to fall short and finish nine and eight. But or seven teams, you have you don't have Cincinnati on the list. Oh, no, those, the, that's, the, the playoff that, that's the current playoffs. Sorry, season, sorry, just, yeah. just so we're all so on the same I have. Houston actually finishing in the five spot. Look at their schedule. They play the Titans twice. And they got uh, their their best opponent. They got at home. I can't remember what it is off air. But the, the, the Texans' remaining schedule is at the Jets this week, at Tennessee, Ooh. at home versus Cleveland, at home versus Tennessee, and then at Indy, which could be a playoff eliminator. Yeah, I mean, like, I think Houston's be. winning at least three, maybe four of their final five games. I, I think they're the. I honestly, right now, if you if you look at those eight teams, I think Houston's the best. Do you know Houston? All. They showed this graphic in the uh, at the end of their game. Yeah, Houston's had four losses that have come either as time expired yeah. or in the last minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, Look at where they would be if you give them half of those wins. They've been great, and their quarterback's playing great. So I got Houston as the five seed. I got the Browns as the six, finishing 10 and seven. Uh, and then the seven seed, I got I got the, the Bengals, the Bills, the Steelers, the Colts, I think all tied at nine and eight. So I didn't figure out the tiebreaker for the seventh seed. But wow. Man, this That's, conference is tough. It's it, it, it is, is tough. Is Although tough. I look at honestly They're beating each other. Yeah, they really are. None. Nobody looks the the teams that look the best right now in the AFC are Kansas City and I'm sorry Miami and Baltimore. Really, Baltimore outside yeah, of the Browns game, the Baltimore's played great. You know what's interesting though? It's hard sometimes to figure out when uh, we like just take the North. They're all above five hundred. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to figure out. Is that because they're all really good? Maybe they're all really mediocre. I mean, I don't, I don't know. They're beating each other. Yeah. The, the North is beating each other, and I think everybody's going to go one and one if the Browns lose to the Bengals at the end. The uh, Bengals if, got swept by the Ravens. Oh, they did get swept yeah, by yeah, Baltimore. And the Bengals are actually zero and four in the division. Are they really? Yep. So they lost to Pittsburgh and since and Cleveland. Pittsburgh once they got Pittsburgh again. Ooh, wow. Uh, they and they lost twice lost to the, the Ravens. Browns. So four of their six losses have come in the north. Yeah. That might tend – Yeah, yeah. That's it, I think it's really good, not mediocre. Yeah, yeah. You know. it's, it's funny you said that. So when I was on the radio Sunday, I always do my upset of the week. And this week I had the Cardinals upset the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now everybody know the Cardinals is not a good football team. But to me, they look better once Kyler Murray got back under center. Sure. Yeah. And so it's just weird when you look at this dynamic of so – let's take the north, for example, right? The Steelers beat the Rams. We lose to the Rams. We beat the Cardinals. They lose to the Cardinals. It's like every week in this AFC and the AFC North, 
anybody can get it's got. It's hard yeah. to predict. Like, it really is. Anybody can get got any, and, to, yeah. any week. I think that it's safe to say we've seen a lot of surprises so far, and I, you can project there will be a lot more surprises moving forward. It wouldn't – like, obviously we all are much more optimistic about the Browns beating Jacksonville without – assuming Trevor Lawrence doesn't play, but it would surprise anybody if the Jags won with C.J. Beathard in this game. It wouldn't surprise me. Mm. Uh, I, I think if C.J. Beathard beats us, I'd be really, really? I'd be disappointed. I'd be yeah, pissed I'd, off. I'd of course you're going to be disappointed, but why yeah. would you be surprised with all? We just talked about I can tell you why. I can tell you why. Seen, you shouldn't be surprised. I can tell you why. Ward plays and Miles Garrett but the shows Browns a little are not playing no, well no. right now. If Jim Schwartz goes out here and loses to a quarterback, uh, I don't even know. He's been in the NFL six years, so it's not like he's a rookie, but yeah, this is a guy – this is not a guy that, that makes a lot of noise, right? Right. I just got to believe that Jim Shorts will be prepared to not let his defense, after the performance they put on last week, to lose to this dude. You know what's but, tough, though? He may not know who's playing until Sunday morning. guys, that could be tough, too. We, we were just talking about it. You can't. To be, I, you can't be. The Browns are a one-point favorite. You can't be surprised if they lose. No, I might be, be disappointed. disappointed. Sure. I, yeah, that's what I said. But I can't be surprised by anything at this point. No, but I would, be, I would definitely be disappointed. If, here's the thing. Uh, the league has come into it, it, what it's turned into this year is who's got the better backup quarterbacks. Okay. There's one quarterback that's healthy in the North, starting quarterback. That's it. One, one, and they're the best team, and they're far and away running away with the division right yeah. now. You know, they yeah. got a two-game cushion on everybody else. C.J. Beathard is two and ten in his career as a starter, by the way. Yeah, I'd be disappointed if they lost to him. Yeah, there's nothing. I, he's competent. I'm not saying he's not competent. I'm just saying that. Look, I'm sure Jacksonville's disappointed this morning that yeah. they lost to Browning. They've sure. got to be disappointed. Of course. But they got it. And, and, uh, but, but at this point, I, no result would surprise me with the Browns with any of their remaining games. I, 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 no. Even if they lost to the Bears or Jets, it wouldn't surprise me. I, even I, if they beat Houston, it wouldn't surprise me. Nothing would surprise nope, me. You're so, right. They th- could go 0-5 and, and they could go 5-0. and yeah. we, we talked about this on Behind the Glass last week. And I said that for me, you know, after the Steelers game, right, we're 7-3. and three, And I literally broke this thing down. I looked at the entire AFC and said, okay, it's so tight. It's tough in this conference. This is now a seven-game season. Well, duh. How can the Browns play in the last seven games? You, to me, you got to go five and two. Well, they're I know, already I know, two. And I know that sounds yeah. crazy, but I think uh, you have to go well, five, five and two. Well, five and two, though, gets you to 12 wins. 12 they don't need wins. to go five and two. I'm, 12 wins in the they're AFC going, they're this They're not winning five in a row. I, it's unlikely. You, you don't think that? I think that they can do it. I think that, again, when you look at the AFC, right, I'm, I'm worried about Miami. I'm worried about Baltimore. I'm worried about Kansas City. When I look at our schedule, we should be able to beat these teams. Yeah, they, and I'm not saying they're that saying they the will. Same thing about the Browns. I'm just saying that when I look at this team, to me, this team is still good enough to accomplish all their goals, right? No, well, they're Fair? not good enough to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think they are, but they've just got to yeah. get healthy. They've got, you they know, just got to get it, there. It, it was the same thing that I said before we picked last week. I said you've got to have two of the three between Walker, Garrett. And Ward, I said you're going to have to have two of the three back mm-hmm. and playing like themselves. They yeah. didn't. Uh, Denzel Ward, to me, and we're going to talk about this coming up, so I don't want to go too into it here. But we'll to get me, to one sec. So, we, we want to transition to it now. I mean, I mean we can. The, the, Denzel the, Ward, to me, yeah. is the is the big X factor for the, the Browns going of, forward. Again, we talked about this last year with the ridiculous six and zero conversation. The chance of any team, any team, Baltimore, Philly, San Francisco. Any team going five and zero to end the season is slim. The chance of the Browns going five and zero is like, well, no, I mean they don't have to go five and zero. Well, they played two games. I said they it's, yeah. from that game. Well, they have to go five and zero. Well, if you said they had to go five and two in the last seven, yeah. they're already zero and two. Right. And so by your math, you can't lose. You can't. But I, but I do think this. 
the path to the playoffs in the AFC got a lot muddier and a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They because this past weekend, five. a lot of teams lost. Because and that helped the Browns dramatically. If the Browns had to win five to make the playoffs, none of us would pick them to make the playoffs, would you? I wouldn't. Absolutely no. not. I, I mean, there's no way I'm... There's, they're going to lose one or two of these of games. Of course they are. Least. That's just the way it is. No, but that's okay. I, I don't know. If you go three and two, you're ten and seven. What do you and we've think said all along it's a race chance to the Browns go five and all right. So Come look, on. percentage chance that the Browns go five and don't do after, it. After seeing Joe Flacco, uh, I took some of G. Bush's Kool Aid. Oh, no. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. They ain't going five and zero, oh, bro. They're not doing it. The Browns is going five and zero. Oh. No. Oh, you chance. didn't do Book that. It. Book it. Percentage chance. 87%. Oh, my god. And I'm going high. Browns is going five. You know, though. there's something about this chair. I don't know yeah. if it's Kool-Aid infused. I don't know if it comes up from the cushion. My, I, I'm not sure. But, bro, I love you. Yeah. Yeah, you're out of your mind. They ain't winning the last five. five, I, five I, I mean, did you watch them the last two weeks? Yeah, I did. I did. But, I but Joe, Joe Flacco has me like. Let, let's not get carried away. I'm going Flacco. wacko for we Flacco. I'm going wacko for I got Flacco. You know you need to put that on a sweatshirt. Hey, listen. I got the Browns. With a three point seven percent chance of going five and zero. Oh. No, man, I'm on that. I'm on wow, that Flacco you're pack. Really specific. This point seven. We on that Flacco pack. I'd say we 5%. going five and zero. Five percent. Eighty-seven percent, man. Mike, what's your percent? Eighty-seven. Why not to go five and zero? Oh? Yeah. Five percent. Bro, that's why you're losing all your parlays. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> you're going too Probably heavy. So. Now the good thing like, is they don't need to go five and zero. Oh. No, that's, they that's don't. The good thing. I mean, no, five and zero. Oh, you get they to twelve wins. They don't need to go five and zero. Oh, but, but you man. know what? Here's what's bad. You get the 12 wins. You're going on the road in this division. Yeah. You're going on the road yeah. to start the playoffs. If they were 5-0, I guess it's possible the Ravens would not get the 12 well, wins. But do the unlikely. math. If the Ravens go 3-2 and two from here, they'd be tied. Right. So. I'm not sure what the tiebreaker would be. I don't point. know either. But, I mean, we, in that scenario, the yeah. Browns win out. The Ravens depends on which two schedule, games the Ravens would lose. Listen, we see cra- we see crazier things in the they, NFL. We see Pittsburgh would start off eleven and zero. Then they lose like they last four games of the season. Four yeah. and five. So like th- those those things happen. You I know, know what? Outside but here's of the, his mind, the thing. Maybe it's that, maybe it's Baltimore's turn to yeah. lose their quarterback. But, 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 but here's quick. the problem, Earl. Go ahead. That you're predicting this at a time where the Browns are playing their worst, worst football, football of the year. year. Yeah. Hey, that's what makes it even better if we do it. <laughs> if they if they I complete the this, yeah. FanDuel might pay you even though yeah. you didn't place like, a bet. Like they look, might just be like, we gotta cut look, this guy a check. I don't look ass ass if it don't happen because we're not playing good football. But if if we somehow do it, I'm gonna be like I told you. But it's funny though. Before we move on, me and Mike was talking about it today, and he said, you know, if the playoffs started today, we would have to travel to Baltimore. And I, I think me and him said, I'd rather play Baltimore right now today than go play Kansas City. Like uh, Kansas City doesn't scare me. I don't think playoffs, Baltimore scares me. Yeah, they don't scare me. Either, me. I wouldn't want to go to Kansas City. Hey, how how would this be for a storyline? The Browns go to Baltimore to play the Ravens in the playoffs with Joe Flacco at quarterback. Ooh, and yeah. that's a storyline. I don't. I don't have. I, I, I'll tell you. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if if DTR is starting again before the end of the season. Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> either because of injury or poor play. Yeah. Uh, no. No. Because of. You got to pick one. Because of poor play. Oh, shit. I'm oh. a Hey, we're going to move on to Denzel Ward here. But I want to read one comment from the chat. I don't always get a chance to look at the chat, especially when they're not super chats. But I wanted to see how the crowd reacted to Earl's 5-0 and take. And Redhead Stepchild said, Earl, don't you dare put that take on the Kool-Aid, bro. The Kool-Aid Mafia rejects that. So, <laughs> Even the Kool-Aid Mafia the is rejecting Kool-Aid that. Kool-Aid Mafia says no. I don't know, man. I got to talk to the CEO. I got to talk to the CEO. I ain't talked to the CEO yet. We'll see if it's, it's truly <laughs> We put rejected. a poll up and said, will the Browns go 5-0 and oh, or is Earl crazy? Earl, we love you, but 78% of the chat says you're, uh, 
You're tripping here. You know what's crazy? Is that it 22% wasn't 100%. think that, that we're going to go 5-0. and <laughs> They like me, man. They got some man, type you of gotta, crazy You got to love Browns fans. They, you can punch Browns fans in the face. And they're like, yeah, I'm beating your ass. I put a poll up yesterday. You blast them right in right. the face. Yeah. I put a poll up on the community Plus. tab yesterday, and it said, which quarterback for the Browns has had the best single season game so far? Yeah. And the results vary. The funniest thing to us, yeah. P.J. Walker got like 3% of the vote. Well, what? listen, you said has had the best game so far. I know it wasn't a good game, <laughs> but that game was their most impressive win right. of the year. It should have been 100% Deshaun Watson against the Titans. Well, yeah, that, that's the right answer. That's, DTR got a lot of uh, – he got 3% of the votes. Man. Let's talk about Denzel DTR Ward, guys. He is missed. P.J. Walker. Oh. Denzel Ward has missed the last two games for the Browns. The defense is taking a step back without him. I know I, for one, and hand up my bad, I underestimated how important Denzel Ward was to this defense. I knew he was a great player, but I thought they'd be okay and be able to sustain a level of defense that was above where they'd been, and, and I was wrong. And yeah. I apologize, Denzel, I underestimated you. Yeah. There was pro- a lot of propaganda being spread that Emerson was as good as Denzel Ward. That is not true. Yeah, me and Earl take the L. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah. I still love Emerson. I but, think I think you guys had did you guys have Emerson ahead of Ward when we did that countdown in the beginning of the year? Man, no, but it was go, way closer it? than it should have been. <laughs> <laughs> it's time, time to go. go. Show over, right? <laughs> Emerson's a good player. Uh, no, nothing. Well, yeah, but, and by the way, let's not forget that there was a stretch last year where Denzel Ward looked like Denzel Smith. Right. Like, I didn't recognize. But that was him. the only time in his career when he was healthy that he wasn't playing. And well. I don't know what what we pin that on. Do we yeah. pin that on Joe Woods? I had heard that there I, I personal don't, things there off was the some field. Personal stuff I, going on I had I had theorized yeah. early. I said the only thing I can explain is yeah. he's going through something big in his personal right. life. Now his injuries because, have always been the issue, a bugaboo for yeah, him. You know, yeah. but but uh, when he's been healthy outside of last year, he's been great. And he's playing this year. He's played his best football. I think he went from having his worst year. To having his best year, they need him desperately. Yeah, he's got to come back. I'm and like, I'm like Mike, man. I owe Denzel Ward uh, an apology. You know, I kind of underestimated his level of importance to this football team. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I kind of underestimated exactly how good he truly is when he is healthy. I think when Denzel Ward is healthy, he's easily a top five cornerback in the entire NFL. You can clearly see exactly how important to his team that he is. I was one of the people who felt like, you know what? It's so much talent on this side of the ball. It's, it's so much talent in the DB room that if either one of these dudes had to miss time for any reason, that we had guys that can step up and it would still be business as usual. I think we've seen that, you know, Greg Newsom is more of a slot corner than an outside corner. And now even though my man MJ is great, that, you know, he's still got another year or two before he becomes quote unquote that dude. So the sooner we can get Denzel Ward back, the better, just like the sooner if they can stop blowing them leaves, yeah. the better. I mean, our man Herbie, who's our operations guy here at WKYC, has decided that the best time to blow leaves right outside our studio door is right now. Uh, I actually don't think you could hear it on the broadcast, shockingly. Oh, no? It's not Herbie. It's somebody else. Yeah. I thought it was yeah. Herbie. He's got a hood and a coat on, so I thought it was Herbie. Yeah. yeah but, uh, yeah, if you hear anything, we apologize. That is out yeah, of our yeah, control. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not really coming through I mean, in Dens- all honesty. It's not okay, good. Through. Well, then Listen, our viewers can Denzel hear. Ward and the Browns have talent on defense, but they only have two special players, and that's Miles and Denzel Ward. Absolutely. And that, so the other guy, this, the Browns have more good players than they've had on defense in forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably since the 80s. But you know what? But a lot they, of don't those have, players, they only have two special players. Well, a lot of those players that we thought were, I thought the interior line, uh, the interior of the defensive line was, was, was top notch. Talked about this on the show yesterday. They've been the invisible men lately. Without like, Garrett, 
They've not mean, been as good. And they were already not playing as well. Right. I mean, I go back yeah. three games. They just really, and, we haven't been hearing their names. So yeah. just a question for both of you. Are they good players or complimentary players? Because if they're not playing good without Miles being they're healthy. complimentary, clearly. Then they're clearly if complimentary If they can't carry players. the load without yeah. Miles Garrett, they're complimentary. They're complimentary. I, yeah. I, I, Look listen, at the stat graphic. Do we have last year's stat graphic? That I, we can, I, mean, showed I, I can tell you what it is. I don't, Ag- I don't have the, uh, uh, in the system. Agbo is ahead of any other player the Browns What is he, a five? I think he's three no, and a Agbo half. is three and a half this okay, season. Okay, so what did it look like last year? I think Taven Bryant was like, second with like Bryant two had three. or three. Last three. season, the Browns sack leaders, believe it or not, Miles Garrett obviously led the way. He had 16 sacks last year. Taven Bryant had three. Deion Jones, remember him? Oh, my God. He had he was- two and a half. Jordan Elliott had two, Clowney had two, and Jacob Phillips had two. Which, it, Steve, take 89 forward looks real quick. almost identical to this year. There's a slight step up. I'll go yeah. with three and a half. Tomlinson has three, which would have been second. So, he tied Taven Bryan. But other than that, it, it depends it, it's where Ogbo and Dalvin Tomlinson end up. But as you said yesterday, Mike, Dalvin Tomlinson got his three sacks against the Cardinals, who were at the time with Clayton Toon making his NFL debut and a bad offensive line and no James Conner. They were about as bad an offense as you could have. Yeah. Ogbo's, I think Ogbo's been consistently solid. He has. I think he's, he's up fine. all of them. He's the best. He's been fine. He's been even better than Smith. He's, I mean, I don't know what he's done. I, he's he done nothing. Been, he's been, yeah, he's been a big disappointment. I tried to talk myself into. They spent a lot of money on that defensive line. Yeah. I, t- I tried to talk. And they got, they're not getting their money's worth. Listen, I tried to talk myself into, okay, just because I don't see it in the stat column. Yeah, doesn't mean they didn't play a good game. But the truth is, the last couple of games I've watched, even though it's not been in the stat column, it's not like it's really showed up on tape either, right? Yeah. Like he's been, he was yeah. non-existent last week. I mean, as far as a guy like Dalvin Tomlinson, I could care less about the sacks. What's bothering me is the lack of tackles for loss. Yeah, you're right. You know, last week he had two tackles. The week before that, he had two tackles. Where's this interior defensive line? They're getting no pressure? penetration. Now, all of a sudden, the run defense has slipped to 15th in the league. And it's because the interior is not like generating enough pressure to get in the backfield to stop the running backs. And yeah. Bull, I think it's probably safe to say I don't you can't expect them to get better as the season goes on. No, no. I mean, the, the, not. for a position like that that is so effort driven, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they've already hit their wall and we've seen the best of them. Yeah, Lord, and I, I don't think. Not. Listen, Tomlinson hasn't been terrible this year. He's been fine. He's been okay, but he hasn't been the impact player. They spent a lot of money on him. Yeah, that's right. And I he thought. has, and he's been an okay player, but not worthy of they, the money. They, they I, spent I think on it's him. safe to say they have not gotten their return on investment on defense on, on the de- players that they spent on the defensive line. Yeah, I think it's been. The, listen, the talent's been upgraded. They're better on the defensive line, certainly. But I think what we've seen the last couple of weeks is without Denzel Ward and with a with a Miles Garrett who probably shouldn't be playing right now. And again, I've said this a million times. You referenced. Me saying it yesterday. Miles, you're on the field. You got to perform. I don't want to hear it. No excuse. If you can't play, then don't play. Tap out. So, we, what have we seen? With Miles Garrett, without Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward, their defense is average. Yeah, that's so exactly what it let is. Let me ask you guys this. And I'm not saying Denzel is a better player than Miles. Like, if you're going off a hypothetical rating, Miles is a better, better overall player. But yeah, you're crazy. No, and I'm not saying I agree. I just want to ask. No, I know. Because the way you wrote felt. that question, you said, this may sound crazy. Oh. It does sound crazy. Well, yeah, but but I, I said I don't actually necessarily agree. I just wanted okay. to ask. 
Is there any chance that Denzel's actually more valuable, not better, but more valuable to the Browns' defense? Yeah, I don't see it. No. I don't see no, it either. No, no. Miles I mean, plays close to the, the same page. Football. Just wanted to yeah. make sure we're on the same no. page. No, look, he's a very, <laughs> very good player. Yeah. He is way above average at his position. Miles Garrett is a generational talent yeah. who is going to the Hall of Fame. Denzel might. He's, he's going he's to have to stay healthy for he's a lot longer no than lock. he has. He's certainly no lock. No, he's not yeah. a lock. And Miles Garrett, to me, yeah. is, is close to a lock this early in his career as you yeah. can be. Miles Garrett's in the Hall of Fame already. Retires today, he's in the I, Hall of Fame. I believe you Denzel right. Ward retires today, he's not in the Hall of he Fame. He is not in the no. Hall of Fame. No. no. So, he's a very, very good player. He's way above the average in his position. Sure. And he's the second best player on this defense. Absolutely. But he is not the most valuable player. Man, we this just defense. played the Bucky game, and that's actually one of the few first round draft picks that the Browns actually got right was Denzel Ward. But yeah. And Miles to, Garrett. Yeah, to like to everything you just said, man, not only that, Miles Garrett plays closer to the football, so he has a bigger impact, you know, on the game than Denzel does, even though he plays corner in a quote unquote passing lead. But no, it's, it's Miles Garrett hands down. I agree. And then, listen, if if the Jaguars are without Trevor Lawrence and Christian Kirk. Ooh, wow. They've got a nothing run. Etienne's a decent player, but he hasn't. They haven't done anything. They haven't run block well. Plus, they're left. He's taking a step back. He was much better last yes, year. Yes, and and I think one of their off. I think one of their tackles got hurt yesterday too. I don't know what his status yeah, is. Yeah, Walker Little. Yeah, because I think he got He's hurt the on the one same that, play. On that, the same play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lawrence got hurt. That's exactly right. And you know they have Calvin Ridley, who's obviously very good. But if with C.J. Beathard, Calvin Ridley's about getting the ball downfield. I don't know if C.J. Beathard can get the ball. What catch Ridley made? That was wiped out last last night because of the holding. Oh call. my God! What an incredible <laughs> catch that, that was! That was crazy. That was crazy. That changed the game too. Yeah. That yeah, changed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, otherwise they have the ball on the two yard line. Yep. If that the Browns can't stop a Jaguars offense without Trevor Lawrence and potentially Christian Kirk, yeah, we got matter. much. We got much bigger questions. Yeah, it won't yeah, yeah. Well, you're think right. about no, it. You're right. Look at the quarterbacks the Browns are facing the rest of the way. You potentially. I know. You're potentially facing, so this week, I mean, besides C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud's the only really good quarterback. I mean, Jake we'll Browning might be the second best quarterback you could have faced the rest Not of might the Not might be, got, I think he Trevor is. Trevor Lawrence, and let's just go through it, Steve. So no, Trevor no, I'm, no I'm saying if Lawrence doesn't play. I'm saying you got no, Beathard. No, 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 but yeah, so Lawrence uh, Justin Fields would be the second best. Justin Fields. Then you got Fields, Stroud. <laughs> but he's, he's, you know. Justin Fields, right now in a vacuum, after what we saw one game last night. But Browning or Fields yeah, right I, now? I don't know. I guess I'd still take Fields. Browning, <laughs> I still take Fields, too. You're crazy. Fields he was can incredible kill, last Fields night. can kill him with the, on the ground. He can, Which yeah. is a problem that the Browns have had. Well, you've pointed that out <laughs> yeah. correctly all year. Yeah. They have had a hard time with quarterbacks that run the football. Yeah. yeah, but last time we played Justin Fields, I think we set a team record for most sacks in the game. So... Well, but if Miles Garrett's not healthy, I don't think you're breaking that yeah, record. Yeah, that, that's again. true. But I, I'm sorry. I know y'all said I'm crazy for that five and no. You just seen that schedule. You just thought, okay, maybe four and one did, right? We lose to CJ Stroud. Four and one. Is, <laughs> four and one, you can have a decent percentage on that. But the, right now, everybody in the league is so inconsistent. I'm telling you, boy, I'm, I'm almost, I'm almost ready to put my hair on the you're line. All the way. Wait, whoa, 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 hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold yes, on. Nope. Do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I ain't doing that. Four and one. I no. mean, if you're 87% <laughs> sure they're going to go five and zero, let's put some locks on the line for four and one. I got to talk to my stylist first. <laughs> you know, see what we can do to get them, like, put back in. I think you got to shake your head that. completely. Yeah, no. on the show. <laughs> on the show. If they don't go four and one. Yeah. I think G. Bush should shave your head. Hey, can you, like, at Photoshop me with a shaved head. I want to yeah, know what I would love to like. see what that looks yes, like. That's right. Oh, my God. I want to see. Somebody out there can do a Photoshop 
of Earl with a shaved head wearing the outfit of DTR that you put me in. Our guy, oh, our guy, <laughs> combination I want to see. This, uh, Someone can do that. A request for our guy Kyle Brenner, if you could shave Earl's head and put him in the DTR outfit by the end of the show, that'd be phenomenal. Kyle Brenner is our go-to on the fly. He's like our designer. unofficial... I mean, Ant obviously makes no, Ant's our guy. He is Ant, the guy. Listen, we love Ant. But if, Ant's if our guy, Ant no one ever, ever gets into a situation Ant. where he gets like, you know, some sort of crazy flu and he can't come in for three weeks, we might have to hire this guy. I think, Kyle, man, Kyle's have y'all guy. ever seen me and Mike's, man, listen, we need a like a behind the scenes of UCSS. You should see me and Mike scrambling upstairs when Ant is not available. Like oh, keep, I can only imagine. We keep everything basic on the graphic side. And you know what's funny <laughs> is when Ant, when we hired Ant, he was not a graphic artist. He had nah. no experience at this. If y'all want to laugh, go back and watch the very first show we ever did before we got the, All the graphics, graphics package. Were and some of the stuff that I had to do on my own is the most disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually should have to pay back like my salary for that day. That's or my money. They that almost day, looked so like bad. whiteboard graphics. It was, a, it, was so Ita- it was an Italian flag that was trying to make a Guardians graphic. It was terrible. All right. Yeah. We're going to talk a little PFF grades. <laughs> and the reason we, we have whiteboards is because I can't draw but you guys can write numbers on the board. And today's PFF grades are brought to us by the people in the chat. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. We appreciate you. Anthony's on a 30-second delay because he's clipping, so he just heard what's going on, uh. and he's laughing now. So we appreciate you all. If you're in the chat, hit the like <laughs> button. Hit the subscribe button. We got Joe Thomas and Mary Kay Cabot coming up in a sec. Here's how we're doing PFF grades today, guys. You guys each got two players. And we're going to start with Jay, then we're going to go to Earl, then we're going to bowl, then we'll repeat. Okay. Jay, I'm going to ask you for your grade. You give us a grade. Then I'll show you what PFF did, and then Jay, I mean, then Bull and Earl will vote on who had a better grade for that said player. Are you okay. guys ready? Ready. Jay, your first player is Very Joe sweet. Flacco. <laughs> Jay, what grade would you give personally, not PFF, a 70.9 for Joe Flacco? PFF grade Joe Flacco, a, whenever you're ready, Steve, 61.5. So Jay gave him a 70.9. Yeah. Jay gave him a 61.5. Jay, do you want to explain your grade? I will, yeah. The 61.5 is absurd. Again, PFF dead to me. They probably... Uh, They they looked at the the incompletions. He had a lot of incompletions, but I don't hit him for those because I had at least five drops. I think the picks really crush you in the grades. The bad picks. It was one pick, but it was the play of the game. Right. I mean, it flipped the whole game. I would so go with I your grade. Them. I mean, 70.9 to me was fair. I didn't think you were outrageous with your grade. I, w- I would go with your grade over PFF. I'm grade. taking his grade, too. I think, like, if they hit him over the head for what? The interception, maybe taking the safety? I think the incompletions hurt him, too. Yeah, what sure. was he, 22 for 45? 24 of 43, I think. 24 of 43? Just over 50%. Okay, and now here's the thing. He had at least five drops. At least. Maybe more. If you give him those five as completions, he's 29 of 43, and all of a sudden, you're in the 60% range. Mm-hmm. It was 23 or 44, yeah. 23 or 44. Yeah, I, I just thought the receivers did him absolutely no favors. And we talked about it being a continuing problem. They better get better at that. Because, mm-hmm. you, I mean, you have one job. So catch the football. I still thought that grade was way too low. Like, yeah, 60, 60 I, is low. I, I, used no, to, I, I like Jay's grade. You didn't overdo it. You didn't go too high. Yeah. Uh, he had a good game. Yeah. And you gave him a good grade. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree. 61 is ridiculous. All right, Earl, you're up next. And your first player is Elijah Moore. What grade would Earl the Pearl give Elijah Moore for his breakout performance against the Rams? Hmm. Earl is drawing. He's calculating. Earl gave Elijah Moore a 72.6. Let's see what PFF gave him. A 77.8. Wow. Earl actually a little lower than PFF. Jay Bull, 
Who you I thought with? he was targeted a lot without a yeah. lot of receptions. I, 12 targets, four catches. Yeah, to me, I... Yeah, how many targets? 12. 12 targets. But did he have any drops or were... You he know, had one drop. He least, definitely had one. At least one. Maybe more. Yeah, I'd actually go with er- Earl's grade if I had to choose. I, I would have two drops. Actually. I would have gone a little lower. I would have gone in the high 60s yeah, on, on I, Elijah. Moore. I would have been too. I, when yeah. I played the game in my head before you yeah. wrote your number down. I had him at 68. But I, your grade is lower, so I would go yeah. with Earl's. I grade mean, only the only reason I had him there was he had 83 yards receiving. I think he had like 20.6. That's what did it for me is because like a lot of his catches was chunk plays for first downs. Yeah, no, but I, the 77 is high. Yeah. Right. Like, especially right. if you get 12 targets, that is high. Yeah. Bull, you're up next. Okay. Your yeah. first player is Miles Garrett. Come up with these. What grade numbers. would you give Miles Garrett for his performance see what against I the Los Angeles Rams? Oh, gosh, that's oh, the hardest one. Yo, okay. Miles did record a stat, and I'm willing to bet his grade was still over 80. Well, they have a love affair with Miles Garrett. I'm willing to bet it was still over 80. I don't think so. Bull gives oh, Miles Garrett oh, a 40. Before we show you PFF, Yo. Bull, he made no impact in this game whatsoever. Well, he didn't show up in the box score. Um, but man, <laughs> Bull's face is <laughs> just on the fact that his name is Miles well, Garrett. Yeah. He hit 60. That's what I so, thought too. PFF loves this guy. Yeah. So yeah. Bull goes with the 40. PFF <laughs> says. A 69.2. Bull, that was harsh, man. (laughs) I thought he sucked in this game. He didn't do anything. What did he do? The numbers show you that he he wasn't, he actually didn't, he wasn't at SoFi. Didn't he have any, he didn't even have any pressures, did he, Mike? No, he had nothing. He was credited with one pressure. One pressure. I was going to say, 10 years from now, if you look this up, you wouldn't even know that he was at SoFi. Are you going with them at 69? I think that's much closer. (laughs) I said he gets 60 because his name is Miles Garrett. Yeah, you did. Because they love him. Him. They do. And he draws double teams, so I'm sure yeah. that that gets a little bit. So I would have said 75. I'm going to say 60 because he showed up, even though he didn't record a stat. The other well, nine. 60 is not an option. you got to go with well, 40 yeah, or 60. 40 or 60. Well, I mean, well, you got to no, go saying, with what they have. The six, oh, 60 because he showed yeah. up. The other nine is because McVay still had the game plan for him. You're right. Yeah. No, so, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. that's the 69. All right. But the 40. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, bro. Uh, he sucked, man. <laughs> hey, you know what? Bull's going to shoot it straight if Bull thought he played No, like hey. He was not. He was not. Not good. Jay, you're back up. Yep. Okay. Anthony Walker. What do you think of Anthony Walker's performance against the Los Angeles Rams? His first game back after missing Denver. Uh, I don't think he's all the way up. (laughs) Don't think he was great. Uh, This might be on the high side. Going 65. 65. All right. Might be a little, a little high. Jay went with a 65. Yeah. PFF went with a 83. Oh! The second highest graded Brown in the entire game. <laughs> really? Boom! Yo, I spent the whole post game show talking about how bad Anthony Walker was. <laughs> did I not, Mike? <laughs> you did. I also did not think that the eye test matched the PFF test on this one. I didn't think he played a particularly <laughs> good game, but I don't know. I'll, I'll, R.I.P. PFF. I mean, what? I'm going with Earl's grade on that. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, wow. he had an 83. Can you guys guess who the – he's not one of the next two, but can you guess who the highest graded player in the game was for the Browns, offense or defense? The highest – Jerome Ford. Incorrect. No, no he had let, a terrible game. Uh, Betonio. I mean, so did Anthony Walker, so Incorrect. I just figured this is the tree and they was on. So. I mean, <laughs> what the hell are they looking at? <laughs> what was it? Harrison Bryant graded out at an 84.5. Uh, he played a good game. Yeah, he did. He did. He Harrison Bryant, the highest-graded Browns player right, against good, good LA. Job. We got two more. 
I Earl, you're up next. Kind with 65. I'm up. You're no, up. Earl's no, up Earl's next. Up. Oh, Earl. With yeah. Greg Newsom. Greg Newsom, Earl. Oh, jeez. Oh, 19? His number should Zero. be his uniform. Zero. <laughs> Zero. Zero. Does anybody yeah, a blue Tarski? Yes. Zero point zero. Does anybody look worse trying to make a tackle than Greg Newsom? Have well, you ever seen anybody look that worse? That picture is is very unflattering of him. It basically sums up the game for him. Fifty nine four, and that's maybe fifty nine four for the record. The only defensive pictures taken of any Browns player in this game was them chasing Puka Nakua. Yeah, that is you notice that none of our defensive player montages are updated, that's because yeah. there were no pictures updated on our picture website except yeah. Browns players wow. chasing Jeez. Puka Nakua. By the way, remember last week, you wow. and I, Jay, both thought Puka Nakua was smaller than he was? Yes. After watching the oh, no, game, yeah, I was no. like, man, I, I didn't realize how big yeah, he was. Yeah, I said the same thing. I'm like, I yeah, he, that is, fast. he is that he big. He is fast. I think he is that fast. fast. How did this guy drop so low? Fifth round. He had weird production in college. He was hurt, transferred, in and out, but man. obviously a miss. Or what was your grade again? You said a 59.4? 59.4, maybe. PFF said Greg Newsom, Greg Doubt at a 41.4. Yeah, I was going to say I'm going with PFF. I'm, I'm going with PFF, too. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying that that's You're going against your own I'm grade. I'm going against my own grade. Yeah, that he one. sucked, man. <laughs> he, he got my Miles Garrett grade right he there. He was not good. Damn. There's been a material change in Earl's mind, and he has now switched to PFF. You still want to go 5-0? Huh. Wait, that sigh? That, that sigh is a quote board sigh. Yeah, that was tough. It's tough, oh. man. It's tough. It's, it's tough. It's just funny to me, man, because I remember, you know, him being on our show talking about, you know, him not wanting to, or before he came on our show, the, the reports about him not wanting to play in the slot, wanting to play on oh, the outside. Oh, he's a slot. He's a slot corner. Like, we, we've learned this year. Oh, yeah. he you is a slot, a slot corner. corner. Oh, 1,000%. And he's decent as and a he's slot And he's a corner. good slot He's yeah. a good yeah. slot corner. But when so you like, put him in the spotlight on the outside, yeah. no. you are like, not that guy. I ain't you saying, are not him. I'm not saying he's Mike Hilton, but oh, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just saying. Let's not get crazy. Yeah, like, I'm just saying <laughs> he's good in the slot. On the yeah, outside, no. I think what's crazy is the rookie Cam Mitchell has had more success on the outside than he has. If you just go back and, and you hurt. watch the games that he's played, yeah, like he he's had more. He can't yeah. catch, but he he's, yeah he didn't have more uh, success on the outside. Can. That's why they play All defense. Right, All right, last one before we welcome in Mary Kay Bull. You're up with Joel Betonio. Oh, I yeah, think I Joel, Joel played. I thought Joel played well against yeah, the Los Joel Angeles Rams. I gotta, and I Aaron bring up my he had one bad play versus Aaron Donald. He did. Well, considering what the assignment was yeah. and what little impact Aaron It should have been a jersey had. swap there. <laughs> it should have been a jersey swap there. That's two real Gs that they, that, I that, that, they have. I got to 72. Ooh. Explain the 72, then I'll show you PFF. Well, I thought he played a good game. I don't think you get bonus points because it's uh, Aaron Donald. You I don't? Think maybe you should. Or maybe you do. I don't know. I wonder if they do that. That's a good question. Well, if I know, if I knew you got bonus points based on your competition, I'd probably give him an eight. Well, you know what? They probably don't because that Steelers dude got the 3.4 right. against yeah. Miles Garrett. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. So you probably don't get any points <laughs> for it. All right. Well, PFF, yeah. let's see what they gave Mr. Batonio. Whoa! <laughs> R.I.P. A little off here. PFF. Woo. I'm going to be a Paul Bear. Aaron Donald. Yeah, I'm, gonna be a Paul too. I'm gonna be a Paul Bear. Get them up out of here. Yeah. Like Aaron Donald, just for the record, graded out an 85. So I'm not sure how much those two particularly uh, matched up and how the one-on-one mm. graded out. But Wyatt Teller, just for comparison's sake, graded out at a 71.1. Yeah, so, so he was he almost spot on against to what Donald Batonio, Moore. To what I don't, I don't know, maybe not. I don't. 
Other guys who graded out well, just for the record, uh, Christian at left tackle graded out very well. Dewan no Jones graded out well. And even Michael Dunn, not too shabby in his. Uh, when you say graded out well, 70s? 70s, yeah. That's that's Jared Christian is seventy two, Teller is seventy one, Dewan Jones is sixty eight. The offensive line played very well. I, I thought until considered. the end when they knew they were throwing the ball, the offensive yeah. line played really I, well. This I gonna agree. sound crazy, or this is a, just a question, maybe a crazy question. Is Dewan Jones a Pro Bowler? No, not yet, but he will be. I I, I believe he no. will be. Is I mean, I, I don't disagree that he might be someday, yeah. but there's no way. No, not this year. You, as a rookie, you got to be elite. He, well, he hasn't been But elite. I understand the question. It's a fair question, and here's why. Our ceiling for him, he's, ex- he's exploded through my ceiling. Yeah. I had a low floor and a low ceiling for him. He's exceeded his ceiling. I haven't oh, done the math. way better than yeah, I thought. I really wish that they had not I know signed, Michael signed prob- probably would do it, but I'm just wondering, like, how many sacks and how many pressures has Ooh, he given Oh, I got you, brother. I got Ooh, you. You ready? Here we go. See, this was tweeted out this morning. I saw it and saved it. Since week nine, Dewan Jones has been in 150 pass-blocking situations. 150 Uh-oh. since week nine. One sack allowed. Okay. That's how you get to a Pro Bowl. Yeah. Okay. That's how you get there. You don't get there based on four weeks of stats. No, no, no. But what, but what's encouraging about that? And you're he's right. missed some of that time. But here's what's encouraging. Well, 150 pass pressing pass pressure situations is a lot. Here's why that's impressive to me. There's a learning curve at that position, and Joe Thomas is coming on in a little bit. He'll talk about that learning curve. What it tells me is he's already turned another corner. Yeah. Pass blocking. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't he better in pass or run block than pass block? There was a pretty big disparity between. He was a better the, pass blocker than. No, blocker, his yeah. run blocking. Okay, is run bad. blocking is poor. That's why he's not okay. going to the Pro Bowl. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's okay, not even yes, it. Sir. But even one, 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 one pressure in 150 that's opportunities. Impressive. That's good. That's he's impressive. been very impressive, but he's not anywhere close to a Pro Bowler. I don't think he is either. No, but I do think he's going to make one. I, I just think, first of all, if if we're judging the Browns draft from last year, yeah, a plus. You got, on that pick. You yeah. got to be, to be a Pro Bowler, you got to be one of the four top. best tackles in the conference. Yeah, well, there's, there's I mean, no you gotta way be, that's, he's one of the four that's best That's the tackles. top 25%. Right. There's no way he's one of the four best tackles in the conference already. And no chance. Yeah, again, I don't, I don't yeah. see everybody else that closely, yeah. so I don't know. Now, I was just curious. What about, okay, let's do this. Not that it's all we have. PFF grades, where is he at his position right now? PFF grades for Dewan Jones, and we got Mary Kay, so I'll bring it in one sec. Uh, his PFF grade overall this season is a 73.0. Which is really good. But Which really is good. where in the AFC? Uh, you get to give me a little sec to sort it's of It's probably not top 10. So I'll bring this up at the end of Mary Kay, but let's welcome in Mary Kay here. Yeah. Mary Kay today is brought to us by our dear friends at FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay red hot on America's number one sportsbook, which is, as always, FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get it on the action than right now. The app is easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. 